The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. I'm kind of excited about today's show. I hope you are too. Um, I, I've been thinking a long time about doing this. I Look, this show is not about me. It's about you. It's about every mom and or dad who listens to the show and wants to be encouraged in their parenting, loved in their motherhood, and frankly loved in their womanhood. We don't just deal with the parenting part of being a mom. We deal with with way more than that. So so I've been wanting for a long time to get do a couple of things. And one is to have a counselor on and we're about we're gonna do that here in the next couple months, just to call in with your questions, you know, Dr. Ruth style. And then another was to have a pastor on because we're on Christian radio and I know moms struggle with their toddlers and their teenagers and like how do I talk to them about this stuff and when they're misbehaving, how do I guide them? How do I lead them? And if if I'm having a struggle with faith. Well, how do I deal with my kid? And if they know I'm struggling and we're not going to church and whatever. So that's why we're doing this. And this is what it is. We've designed a segment to fill a big need for moms. And it's by letting you ask your God questions, your spiritual questions, your questions about teaching your kids about faith and what to do when it's not working. So we've hired Pastor Thomas. Ha ha. Little laugh. We should have a little laugh cue there um, to specifically address your biggest questions. And, and hopefully this is all for the sake of your family. Now, speaking of family, I cannot let this go by. Um, the former first mother, mother of six, first lady, Barbara Bush. Of course, the country is mourning her loss today. And I wanted to tell you something that she said in her honor that goes so well with what we're doing today and what we do on Channel Mom. She said, first lady, Barbara Bush, your success as a family our success as a society depends not on what happens in the White House, but what happens inside your house. And that's why we do the show. And that's why we're having Pastor Thomas on today, to ask your biggest questions, to help you with your biggest struggles inside of your household as a parent, with your children, with your family. And that's why we asked Pastor Thomas to be here today. Um, of course, Barbara Bush was a mother of six, so she knew what she was, she was talking about. We we have a we had a big mom week. My mom called me while I was driving in. And it's like Jenny, you have to tell everyone what a successful mom week we've had. All kinds of things happened. I'm not going to get into them all today because they're amazing and they deserve more attention. Did you know that the woman that landed the Southwest pilot plane like crazy well, like the the engine was falling yeah, off? Yeah. She was a mother. She's a mother of two. Wow, that was the pilot. Yes. Wow. So God bless Kudos her. To her. Yes. I know. And something amazing happened on the. Senate floor for moms. So I'm going to talk about that next week. Way but to go moms. I know. Yes. Thank you. He knows. <laughs> he knows who's paying the bills. Okay. So uh, this is your time. We're going to take calls today, but Pastor Thomas is going to lead us in and, and tell you a little bit about him just to, you can kind of warm up to who he is and where he comes from and why he wants to help you as a mom. Um, and so just so you know, as you can be thinking about this, we're going to be asking questions about your particular struggles mm-hmm. in your household uh, with your kids when it comes to faith, like their disobedience. And how do you talk to them about, well, this would be better, mm. and, and this is what we, we learn in the Bible, or this is what God wants, or this is what Jesus said. How do you get there? Or a kid who's lost faith. Those are two things I kind of want to focus on today. Sure. If you're struggling with a kid in your household who uh, is just not following God the way that you would like them to, and you don't know how to get there with them. So with no further ado, 
It's time for Ask Pastor Thomas. He's the pastor at West Bowles Community Church. He's fabulous. Um, he used to be at Pepperdine University out in California, if any, any Californians in the audience. We have a little song to inspire you to ask questions, and uh, it, it's just a question song. So here we go with that. Lord, why is there so much hate? God, where I go from this? Why do these kids have to suffer? Why did this happen? Why suffer? Why wasn't I born a million Lord, why is there so much hate in the world? Why wasn't I born a million so lots of questions, and and I'm hoping that today you'll be inspired to ask your hardest questions because Pastor Thomas. Well, easier ones, possibly, <laughs> but hard ones. We'll, we'll take those two. All right. Okay. So so Pastor Thomas happens to be my pastor. It's one reason I asked him to do this because I treasure what he says from the pulpit, and he helps me with my family struggles. And we've all got struggles, so don't mm-hmm. think that I sit here and think as a mom, you know, I've got it all worked mm-hmm. out. Me and God, it's all good. I don't really need this guy over here. <laughs> um, but I know there are moms out there because they come up to me and say, I don't know what to do about this, and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about that, or. I'm having a struggle of faith. So tell me a little bit about your own parenting situation, either with your own parents or in parenting your two girls, what you've come across when it comes to faith and everything not always going smoothly. Yeah, well, I mean, parenting by itself is so hard. I remember uh, coming in a few days after we had our second child. And Mm -hmm. so Becca's my wife's stay-at-home mom, and she's bawling her eyes out horrible day right she says everything's just gone wrong i kind of asked for some specifics i think the kids are sick or that you know they've been throwing up whatever and she just says i can't even find five minutes to take a shower right now and that just overwhelmed her right her whole day was so kid-centric yeah and she was such a doer before and an achiever yeah and then mom role was just so hard and then you throw the faith component into that yeah you know in addition to diapers and cleanup and and just taking care the faith thing is a whole nother level just yeah. a few nights ago, our oldest said, Daddy, um, does Jesus love Satan? So, And I'm a pastor and was horrified by that question being asked. Like, oh, look at the time. Wow, it's time for bed. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk tomorrow. So it's I've hard. Actually, I just, I'm much older than your daughter, and I've actually asked that question. Like, I wonder if, if because Satan was once an angel, if God still has love for him. Yeah. What, you didn't answer her? I, no, I didn't. No, I just kissed her goodnight and, and walked <laughs> out the really room. No, no, I gave her an answer. What was we'll it? see if that question comes up today, Jenny. We'll <laughs> you see. Don't, well, why? Are you uncomfortable <laughs> with your answer? I'm really curious. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a difficult question, but I told her, I said, I think there is affection in his heart for everyone, uh, oh. even the worst of the worst. But I do think that at, at a certain level, Satan has hurt God um, more than anybody else. And yeah. so it's hard, right? You can love somebody, yeah. but still be so angry with them. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of where he is right now with Satan. Yeah. And then I, then I hope that she would fall asleep, you know, and yeah. not remember. But I don't know. It's a tough one. But it is, it parents, is. Di- uh, you know, deal with that stuff all day. Difficult questions about suffering. Like you said, disobedience, uh, divorce stuff, right? And families, uh, parent struggles. There's a lot of questions. And where does God fit into that? How does faith fit into that? So hopefully we can help a little bit today. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. I'm going to give the number 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. Or we can take your questions on Facebook. We're on Facebook Live and um, I'll try to monitor it while I'm doing everything else. But uh, if you have a question, you're too shy to call, you can call us uh, and we're at Channel Mom on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you any question that relates to faith and your child and the struggle that you may be having with them. Yeah. I-, I was thinking on the way in about... The, the teenager thing. And, and I, I, whenever I'm talking to the audience, we have people who watch us or listen to us or listen to us on YouTube or mm-hmm. podcasts who really have no faith in God sure. and, and don't follow Jesus and, and are not familiar with the Bible. So I really try to be cautious with my language and try not to be 
all Christian easy and because I want every mom to know that we love them yeah. and that uh, we can still help them even if they're not there. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get too Christian easy in my language, but, but I was thinking about my kids and trying to teach them the, the gifts of the Spirit of God. Where, where we get things or we're supposed to aspire to things that come from God's spirit, i.e., you know, gentleness, patience, kindness. You know them. You're the sure. pastor. Uh-huh. There are, I think, nine of them. <laughs> um, and I was thinking to myself, I, I have been teaching my kids the Bible and praying over them and blessing them and dragging them to VBS and everything for years. Yeah. But yet when it comes down to it, when they're struggling with something as a teenager and I'm trying to say to them, God wants you to learn patience in this mm. or God wants you to learn what your identity is in him in this or God wants you to learn to practice kindness even though you're really angry right now. Like – how do you translate that mm. from 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 their situation that is very fleshy stuff they're going through in their life like they can't see God in the middle of it mm-hmm. like how do you translate behavior that that is outlined in the Bible for them and it's not that, not a works thing like you got to be just the way or you're not getting into heaven and God's not going to love you anymore not that sure but just like this this is what I think God's trying to get your attention about right now he's yeah. trying to teach you patience or he's trying to teach you how to be gentle with others or like how would you translate that to to a teenager. Well, I think you did a great job there. I mean, I think you're speaking to uh, what the Bible talks about, Christ-likeness, right? And the goal is for us to be transformed in his image. Somehow the way he lived and who he was, that was it. And that, that is how you are supposed to live this life. I know. And so everything that we go through is designed to help us look, feel, act, think more like him. We keep our individuality still, yeah. but somehow we, we become more like Jesus. And so I think you said it well. Uh, you know, sweetheart, if, if this situation with a boyfriend or not getting on the team or getting a bad grade or, yeah. or other girlfriends hurting you, you know, whatever, uh, maybe this is to develop your character. And students, I mean, or, or your, your kids are students right now. They're in school all day, so they're learning. They know they haven't learned at all. You might frame it in that way where, honey, you've got to learn a lot of things right now about math. You know, science. Oh, okay. Keep coming um, with that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you're trying to develop and figure out what you're passionate about, where your weaknesses are, what things you excel at. And God's trying to do the same thing with your spirit. What uh, comes natural to you, right? Maybe you're a really kind person naturally, but you're impatient. So you're going to have to work harder on the patient side of things because you, you got to get a better grade on that one, right? You yeah. want to be higher on that. So I think you're spot on, though, with saying there's a point to this, there's a lesson to be learned. But ultimately, it's, it's that you look more like Jesus because when you do, you are living this life the way it was meant to be lived. That's right. And a teenager will probably pick up on 20% of what you say anyway, Mom. That's so right. So good luck. You know, hopefully That's it's right. the right 20%. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Do we have any callers yet, Richard? No. Um, I, I, let me expand on that a little bit. I agree with you. And, and to say that they're in school learning, uh, to, to translate that to my daughter. Uh-huh. And she's merit-based. So she she has to be a straight-A student. Mm-hmm. My son was the same way. He's in college now. but um, And hopefully he's getting straight-A's there. <laughs> but I acted like he just fell off you the map. Once he got to yeah, 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 exactly. So. Um, but but so she's merit-based. And, and you can't do it for that reason. Like, you better get an A with God. Or you, but if she can think, oh, yeah. And I feel like there's so much interference. And by the way, if you want to call and ask Pastor Thomas, a question, 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. Don't be shy, because I know there are some moms, I've talked to them. Mm-hmm. They're like, I just don't know what to do about this. It's a huge struggle with my child. They're, they're doing drugs, or they're doing whatever, and I don't know how to get through to them for God. Yeah. It's big. But what I was going to say was, they, they've got so much competition with this thing, the mm-hmm. screen and with the phone, and, and there's a noise that, that distracts them from words like patience and gentleness and kindness. Like, who cares? Sure. Who cares? I'm looking for my likes. I'm looking for how many people are following me on Instagram. I, I'm looking for, you know, what people are saying about me at school. I'm not looking for for accolades from God. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to be more like Jesus right now. I believe in him, mm-hmm. but but I'm good. That's enough. I'm yeah. good. So, so I wonder if, if you've got some ideas about turning that noise off. 
because I, I, I got to believe that maybe in like the 18th century, it was easier to listen to the lessons of God. I'm mm. being serious. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was boring. I don't know. Maybe you couldn't couldn't relate to it. Okay, so we do have a caller, and so we'll get to her. Um, uh, her name is Christina. Okay. So, Christina, go ahead. You have a call for Pastor Thomas. Yeah. Hi, Pastor Thomas. Hey, Christina. Thanks for calling. Of course. So, I have a 17-year-old daughter, and um, we do devotionals, not daily, but once in a while we do. Okay. And last week, um, we talked about the story of the guy who sang that song, It Is Well With My Soul. Sure. And he lost five of his five children. Mm-hmm. You know, the first one was from to pneumonia, and the four girls drowned in the uh, sinking of a ship. Yep. <clears throat> and then... Um, and then he wrote the song, yeah. It Is Well yes. With My Soul. Yes, ship, I believe. Yeah. amazing. I love that song. But anyway, so he, she was like, why would God do that? And, you know, she's, she's been like this really since she was like 12. Like, why does God do these things? Why, you know? And, like, she really does not like the book of Job for that reason. Sure. And so she's always struggled with that, and I, um, and I just tell her, you know, you know, God is God, and we don't know why he does some of the things he does, you know, even though he's blessed them after the fact, you know, after those horrible tragedies, like, you know, God blessed them. And so, I mean, that's mostly what I say. I just say, you know, we just don't understand sometimes the things God does and that we just have to have trust. And have and that's where our faith grows stronger. And but I mean, is there anything else that I'm missing? Because I just feel like that peace in her um, faith is missing, and I just want to help her through that. Sure. Yeah. And Christina, I'm going to let uh, Pastor Thomas answer that right after the break because we have to go to break. Of so so stick around and and listen for that. If you want to stay on the line, if you got a follow up question, that's fine. Um, he's going to answer after the break. The one thing I would say, and then uh, because. I, apparently I view myself as just as wise as Pastor Thomas, no, is that I, 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 I always go to the, we live in a fallen world thing. I always go to, he cannot allow a sinful world while people mm. sin and murder and rape to look good all the time because sin has to manifest and show what it really is. So so that's kind of where I go. But I'm going to let Pastor Thomas piggyback on that when we come back from the break. But before we go to break, I just want to ask a question of you. Do you have a child who's frustrated because they're having to work really, really hard to learn. And you know as their mother or their father that they really are smart. You've watched them solve things, or maybe they're very mechanical, or maybe they fix the vacuum, or whatever it is. You know that they're smart, but they're falling behind academically, because there's something about academics. Well, Pamela and Brianna, they're a mother-daughter team that I happen to know personally. They're at Connect Education, and they would love to share the answers that they found when Brianna struggled like this. They'll give you a free consultation, so reach out to them at 680, that's 303 680 5551 or connecteducationco.com connecteducationco.com we'll be right back with Ask Pastor Thomas on Channel Mom of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table, or reaching your goals by learning English, or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. At Channel Mom, we love, coach, and encourage 
encourage moms because, frankly, you're worth it. We know you work hard for your family, so we work hard for you. I'm thrilled to tell you about a new way we're going to boost your mom game and your life. We're taking our show live on 94.7 The Word on Fridays at 1 p.m. and giving real moms a voice on the radio and taking your calls. Plus, we'll be sharing our new programming at Channel Mom Coffees across the nation where you can find fellowship, spiritual support, and help for the issues you face. Find out more at ChannelMom.com and at Channel Mom on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you with us today. I want to tell you about a place that could change your child's life and their heart. I say this because I know kids who have been there and have come back with something new inside. Just listen to Autumn's story about Camp Idrahaji. I came out of camp finally thinking for the first time, like, um, no matter what happens, Christ has got it, and he's He's doing this for a reason. And I knew that to start with, but it was instead, um, whatever, like, I know that I'm accepted no matter what. And, you know, whether they divorce or if they get better or whatever happens, like, it's, I am perfect, you know? And not in a physical way or anything like that, but, like, in God's eyes. Camp Idrahaji in Bailey, Colorado, points campers to Christ, and they now serve over 3,000 campers each summer. They offer a mountain lab school, outdoor education, and retreats for church groups, too. Their newest offering is the Idrahaji Christian Camping Internship, a year-long paid internship, which you should check out today. Spots are filling up fast for Camp Idrahaji's summer 2018, so register today at idrahaji.org or 303-838-0685. Do this for your kids, Mom. Idrahaji.org. And I should mention that it's snowing there right now, but it's going to be absolutely gorgeous this summer. Yo, so people, yeah. people should go. Hey, by the way, I do want to mention that as we're asking for callers, you're at 303-873-1935 for your questions for Pastor Thomas. Ask Pastor Thomas. Uh, we don't take calls on Saturdays. This is live on Friday, and then we repeat the show on Saturdays, just so you know. I do also want to mention that uh, if you're interested in getting help from the Life Center, they do so much. They do free legal aid. They've got a shelter. They've got a food bank. Just incredible stuff. that you And only the food bank, I think, is for local folks, but everything else anyone in the denver area can can enjoy um but you can also get your ged there spanish or uh, uh, english speaking you can go and get finish up your ged there so that's fantastic so i hope you'll you'll if you know somebody that needs to tap into the benefits of the life center you'll check them out at lifecenterlittleton.org lifecenterlittleton.org okay we have the rest of the segment left with Pastor Thomas to finish answering Christina's question. It was kind of funny because I kind of felt like Autumn from Idrahaji was addressing mm-hmm. her a little bit, a little bit yeah. didn't you think? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you tell me what you think uh, your answer is. Okay. Yeah, well, there's you know there's a lot of ways to answer that, and I loved your response, Christina, to your uh, to your daughter the other night when you guys were doing that devo to start. I think you did a great job there, and I think you said what the Bible says at times too. Like, you know, God's ways are higher than our ways, and His thoughts are different than our thoughts, and. Um, there is something in Luke 13 when a couple of bad things happen, it sounds like, to different groups of people. And in that, in that text, Jesus doesn't really give a philosophical response for why it happened. He's just kind of like you were saying, Jenny, like, this is a fallen world. Bad mm-hmm. things are going to happen. I mean, when it went haywire in the garden, this is what we should expect now. Uh, what he really hits at, though, in that passage is what's our response to that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like, yeah. are we going to become compassionate people that care for those who have lost loved ones? Are we going to become hard and, and, and vengeful people, right? Because we're so mad at the universe. Yeah. It's almost as like if Jesus is saying, okay, it happened. We're not going to go into great depth as to why it happened. But what do we do now? 
Who are yeah. you going to become now as a result? Are you going to become a servant to those who have been hurt? Are you going to develop a compassionate spirit? Are you going to have mercy? And so it's almost that like Jesus is saying, okay, what now? Not so much why, but yeah. what are you going to do? And are you going to become more grateful for what you have? Are you going to become aware that it could be taken from you at any point? Um, I mean, we could go deep into philosophical understandings of suffering and evil and God's ultimate purpose for it, right? The cross is a great example of how really ugly, horrible things can be used for good. Yeah. But I think Jesus would always go back to, okay, well, what are you going to do right now? Now that you've heard this horrible story or had a friend lose somebody or like you said, that story of a man losing his five children. Well, what are you going to do in response? Because that's what Jesus is so focused on is your response to whatever it is. He doesn't care about the the masses. He doesn't care about the crowds. He cares about you. What are you going to do? Yeah. And so I, I would say maybe to your daughter, well, what does that do to you? Right. When you hear that story, does it make you more grateful? Does it make you more compassionate? Does it give you a heart for those who have lost loved ones? Jesus is trying to do something in her heart, obviously, because she's asking that question. Yeah, so. that's big that he doesn't really say why. No, he doesn't. He just says, how are we going to behave now? And that's by right. the way, be of good cheer because I've overcome all this. Yeah. Th- there is heaven. There's eternity. There's hope. But for now. I put up with it for now. Yeah, but... what are you going to do? Yeah, that's right. That's big. Um, Christina, does that help? Oh, my gosh, immensely. Okay, that's good. great. Thank okay. you Thanks so for much. calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank, you for, thank you for calling. Thank you. Thanks, Christina. Okay, I know we have one other caller on the line. What, do we have a couple minutes? To take that? Okay. So I believe we have Katie on the line, Katie. and she's got a question for Pastor Thomas. And I, I want this to motivate. Look, we're here for mothers. Channel Mom is here for moms. We want to bless you because sometimes the world doesn't. It yeah. doesn't thank you. It doesn't help you. It doesn't bless you. That's why we're here. So if you're struggling, next time we have Pastor Thomas on, please call us because I want him to be able to help every mom mm-hmm. in the Denver area that's got these questions or beyond. Okay, so we've got Katie on the line. Welcome to Channel Mom. Katie, what's your question? Hi. Hi, Pastor Thomas. Hello there, Katie. Thanks for calling. Yeah. So I have a nine-year-old daughter, and um, we've talked a lot about salvation lately, and she hasn't accepted Jesus yet, but my next step is to talk to her about baptism. Yeah. So what is an appropriate age for baptism? Well, that's a great question. I'm excited for you having those conversations with your nine-year-old. That sounds like a, a, a neat conversation. I'm glad you're doing that. I would say, you know, the Scripture, baptism is such a powerful thing, such a profound thing. The cleansing of it, right? The uh, the participating in the cross, Romans 6, how we die with Jesus through baptism and are raised a new life. I mean, the waters of baptism are, are maybe some of the most significant, one of the most significant things we could we could do is in our faith, right, as a step of faith. Mm-hmm. Um the, the scripture doesn't really speak of a, like a, an age limit. It talks really about, uh, or the examples it gives to us are those of, of believers, right? Those who are able to kind of profess and give voice to their faith mm-hmm. and who are able to explain and kind of um, not justify it, but, but able to give a little bit of an account for why they're doing it. And so at West Bowles, we really uh, kind of encourage kids kindergarten and up to be baptized because mm-hmm. I think any younger than that, they're not really getting it. You know, Jesus says, count the cost, kind of understand what you're doing before before you commit to this mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I've seen some kindergartners when I asked them about Jesus, I mean, they've given me more profound answers than some, you know, 30, 40 year olds really? in terms of why I've they're doing wondered, it. I've always wondered about that. And I'm not trying to take Katie's time here, but I've watched five year olds march up there and I think, oh no, yeah, do you know, young. yeah, do you know what you're, what this is about? Yeah, but and I so, didn't know what I, it was about even at 18, right? You yeah, always okay. are going to learn more as you yeah, develop that. Yeah. So, so maybe I think it's your just a first old, step. Katie, yeah, 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 I think she's spot on. I think that's a great age. Um, I wouldn't push it on her. I would let her decide on her own um, and just trust that, that God is going to do that. And uh, and I think seeing examples of other people doing it will be big for her, right? Faith is not only um, taught, but they say that it's caught. 
And so if she sees right. other yeah, so young true. people doing that, maybe she'll realize, like, I can do that too. Why, why can't I say yes to Jesus in that way? So I always tell folks at any age when they get baptized, you're going to learn so much more about this later in life yeah. and realize I had no clue that's what was happening at my baptism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You don't have to redo it. It wasn't what you were doing in that moment. It was what God was doing yeah. in that yeah. moment. And so I'm just excited that she's contemplating that. And I think baptism, after she confesses her faith in the Lord, I think that's just a beautiful next step for her to take. Because it's a way that you mm-hmm. connect yourself to God and his story in a way that really nothing else does. Yeah, and Katie, I'm just going to add this one thing as a mother myself. That, that just to say to her, sweetheart, this is just the first step. It's not right. like you're going to be, you got to be totally holy and totally perfect as soon as you get out of that Have water. So you could yeah. explain that, you know? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, thanks for your question, Katie. We appreciate you calling Channel Mom, dear. Thanks, Katie. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, sure. I almost called us Channel Ma'am. <laughs> channel that's Ma'am. Like that's my, the... the southern version. <laughs> we only we only have a minute left, so we want to thank you. And and tell thank folks, you, if they want to track you down and, and ask you questions because they were too shy to call today, yeah. how do they find you in West Bowles Community Church? Yeah, West Bowles Community Church. Uh, we have a website, westbowleschurch.com. Go on there. You can find my information. Um, Facebook as well. I'd love to take any questions you have. Uh, and like Jenny said, if there's anything that you were wanting to ask, but maybe just a little uh, unsure of how to word it or just a little fearful of the, the setting here, shoot it my way I'd love to I'd love to answer that or help direct you to some resources that might be of great assistance yeah. and then maybe we can do this again at some point I yeah. love this program yeah. Jenny this is amazing okay. keep it up you are doing awesome thank you thank, oh. and he's pretending he's going to be back <laughs> this is a regular segment we'll have him we'll have him back on again it was good I thought those were really good questions yes. and and I, I just want to say something that you know to I'm overusing the word piggyback today but to piggyback on what you said it's true you don't get Jesus until you get Jesus yeah. it's like you don't get the flu until you get the flu you, mm. you know what I mean I mean that's a bad example but <laughs> but i thought you know when i finally understood it was like the veil had been lifted and yeah. so it's so true that, that that's how it happens okay yeah. thank you you're thank going to be you, back Jenny. people right. can ask you questions at west bowls community church as well i just want to let you know that as he said jesus asked us to help the hurting in this world we're now going into prisons and shelters mm. so check out our outreach at channelmom.com we'd love to have you be a part of it or direct somebody to it we're going into homes through our channel mom coffees come to channelmom.com check us out like us on facebook twitter instagram so on Mom, thanks for all you do. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.